of the workers of iniquity who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bowels to shoot their arrows even bitter words that they may shoot in secret at the perfect suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not they encourage themselves in an evil manner they commune of laying snares privately they say, who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. But God, but God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Yeah. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongue to fall. 
themselves. All that see them shall flee away. And all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God. Mm -hmm. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous, said the righteous, mm -hmm. shall be glad in the Lord mm -hmm. and shall trust in him. Mm -hmm. And all the upright in heart shall glory. To God be the glory for his word. Amen. This time we will have our morning prayer. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's time for us to gather just to have a moment with God that we can come and speak. Oh, Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning to give you thanks and praise, Father, for another blessed day. Another blessed day, Father. We thank you, Father. Thank you for the blessing of life itself, Father. Thank you for the blessing of our health this morning, Father. As we move forward in our day, in our week, uh, into another year, Father, we ask that your grace and your mercy that it stays with us, Father. Father, we ask you to forgive us for all yeah. our trespasses that we have trespassed against others, Father. Yes, please. We, 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 we ask, Father, that you, that you forgive us as we reach out and we ask those that we may have trust passed against to forgive us. Yes, Lord. Father, as we know, as we walk in a place of imperfection, mm -hmm. that every day we're trying to trying to walk in your path. Yeah. Yes. But as humans, sometimes, Father, we realize that we have those interruptions or disruptions that cause our lives to drift. Mm -hmm. We ask this morning, Father, that you bless us, Father, with the wisdom, the understanding, Father, and Father, we bless bless the will that we have to walk in a Christian and a faithful path, <coughs> Father. As we begin this morning, Father, into our service, as we have gathered here in the building or through our social media platforms, Father, we ask that you will reach out and touch. We ask again for your grace and your mercy, Father, for the sick, the shed in, Father, we we send out our prayers. Father, for ones that have lost their loved ones, Father, where it's in our community, in our country, Father, and outside our country. Father, we ask that you, we ask this morning for compassion, Father, as we show this this morning. Father, as we pray today, as pastor begins the service, that there's a word, there's a word for us this morning, Father, and that we will hear the word and we'll carry this word with us all week, Father. As we have gathered this morning, Father, we pray, Father, we pray that you will guide and direct us this week. God, our minds, guard our mouths, guard our ears, Father, that we will be able to walk and hear and say the things that will make you please. In yes, Jesus' God. name we pray. Amen. Let the church say Say 
God has spoken, so let the church say amen. Amen, amen. We thank God for that prayer. We thank God for the word that's going to go forth. We say thank you. Jesus, just for being with us. And Amen. we welcome those who are joining virtually, those who are here with us. Just turn to someone and say, it's good to see you today. It's good to Amen. see you today. It's good to see you today virtually. Those who are joining, it's good to see you today. Thank you for, um, for joining us this morning virtually. We invite you to join us and worship here at the Hilton Hotel in Greenville, North Carolina. Invite your friends and family to join with you. We'll be glad to see you in person. I've come to give you the announcements for the week. We are believing God to restore us mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. We are reclaiming everything Satan has taken from us and has caused us not to serve God in truth and be who he has purposed us to be. The purpose and vision of Greater Vision Christian Church is to provide a place where the flock of God may be fed. This is a place of restoration, refuge, empowerment, and peace. You will find the word of God being taught, souls being saved, lives being transformed, and the sick being healed. It is our prayer that you would prayerfully consider Greater Vision Christian Church as your spiritual home. GVCC, continue to stay focused on our vision. We need you to continue to invite others to worship with you here at Greater Vision Christian Church. And remember that we are an able body of believers. We give because God has blessed us and we acknowledge that he is the giver and we are cheerful givers. Come on, someone say, I am a cheerful giver. I am a cheerful, I am a cheerful giver. So please know that the Building Fund Project is still underway. We are thankful for this space, but we know that God has a place for us, GBCC, to call its home. So we welcome you to give. You can go to our website, www.greatervisionchristianchurch.com to find out ways to give. You can either give electronically or you can give um, by mailing in your donation. Please know that all gifts are um, tax deductible and we will give you that statement during tax time. Kids Corner. Bible study is with Minister Jessica every first Wednesday, every first Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. on Greater Vision Christian Church's Facebook page. And then every Thursday, we have Bible study with Pastor Gwen at 7 p.m. on Facebook Live. We thank God for Minister Renee who started a new series. Unfortunately, she had a death in the family. She was a, her sister. So please continue <clears throat> to keep Minister, Pastor Renee, excuse me, in your prayer, Pastor Renee in your prayer as she and her family go through this very difficult time. We ask that you would also um, keep our vice president and president in your prayers as well. Our nation as a whole, our brothers and sisters, family, our communities, our children. There's so much to pray for. Just continue to pray because we know that the Lord is nigh. Let us be mindful that our Sundays for worship has changed this year for the year of 2023. We worship here at the Hilton Hotel on first and third Sundays. That is first and third Sundays. And any other special services will be announced so you guys can prepare for them. We are extremely excited, extremely excited because Dr. 
Gwendolyn Bowen, our pastor, is um, releasing her new book. She is releasing her new book, I Choose to Be the Greater Me. I choose to be the greater me, living life in greatness, living life in greatness. And the uh, book signing, the book release will be on April 15th of 2023. So you can actually pre-order her book at www.ministergwenbowen.com. That's www.ministergwenbowen.com. Bowen.com. You can pre-order your book, and when it comes out, she'll sign it, and she will send it to you. That book is available in paperback um, and as well as digital download. So let's support Pastor Gwen um, because she believes that the greater thing God wants you to do through, do through you depends on your willingness for him to do a greater work in him. So we thank God for her and the gifts that God has given her. We are now going to prepare for our giving. It is now time to give, and as we prepare ourselves, we'll start with our giving affirmation. Because I am a giver, the windows of heaven are open over my life, and everything attached to me prospers. Favor, health, and wealth are on me. My vision is clear. I speak it, and it is so. You can't be to give just a portion of what you have blessed us with. We ask, oh God, that you would continue, oh God, to bless, oh God, our viewers, oh Father, our um, those who are here and participated in giving. We ask that you would continue to help us to be cheerful givers, knowing that you are the giver of all things. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 At this time, we ask that you prepare your hearts and your minds for the word of God that is going to be taught and brought through Pastor Gwen Bowen. Let's welcome her with an amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning to good morning, all. Truly is good to be where? In the house of the Lord. God is so good to us. He's so good to us. Touches us with a finger of love. He don't shove us. He don't push us. He don't tug on us. But he just touches us with a finger of love. Amen. Letting us know 
that he is still who he professed that he is. Amen. He is Amen. the great I am. There is none greater. To God be the glory. Well, it's word time. It's word time. You have the word. I want you to go with me to the book of Philippians, the first chapter. Philippians, the first chapter. And we only be reading one verse this morning. Philippians, the first chapter. And that's verse six. And it reads, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God, our Heavenly Father, here we are once again, Lord, ready to feast upon your word. Lord, we know that you always have something good for us. So we have now, Lord, we're sitting here with ears, spiritual ears. We're turning off, oh God, those old carnal ears of ours. We want spiritual ears this morning so that we can hear from you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Granted unto us, we pray. Spiritual ears to hear and hearts to receive. That we might truly become not just doers of your word but that we might share the word with someone else. Now, Heavenly Father, no more when all of thee. Use me, oh God, I pray. Jesus' name, amen. 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 It's another Sunday that God has blessed us, truly. He is a God of promise. As the stated in announcements, God has blessed me to write my fourth book. Mm -hmm. It has just been a joy to write the book, talking about choosing to be the greater me. Amen. Nothing that I want to boast about, nothing that you should want to boast about, but just that you have the choice to be the greater you. Amen. That greatness lies within you and can and will be revealed through by the Holy Spirit as Jesus works wonders in you. So choosing to be the greater man the book is now on pre-sale. You can go to my website, get the book, get the book. I know that it will be a blessing unto you. But then don't be just selfish, don't be selfish. Don't just get you a copy. Get a copy for someone that you know that it will be of greatness too. Mm -hmm. Share, share, share. Don't get it and keep it to yourself, but share. God is a God of promise. Amen. This morning, this morning, Philippians 1 and 6 telling us being confident in this very thing, 
that he which hath begun a good work in you, that greatness will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. This morning, I'm asked and God has given. And the topic this morning, our subject of interest this morning is God has greater for you. Just look at somebody and tell them, God, God has, greater has greater for you. For you. My God. You know, we read from the King James versions of Philippians 1 and 6. But when you read the Jewish Bible, this is the way it says that scripture. It says, I am sure of this, that the one who begun a good work among you will keep it going until it is completed on the day of redemption. This morning, my, my, my friend, Jesus, my brother, Jesus, the son of my father, God, regardless of what you may now see or how you may now feel, he, he wants you to know that the truth is your greatest days are ahead. Come on, somebody. Amen. You're not a finished product. You are a miracle in the making. You have not reached your potential. The word God begun in you, you gotta know he will finish that because his word will not return unto him, boy. Uh, what God started in you, he will complete. You may be in the midst of the greatest battle of your Christian life. Hell may have made an Outward attack against you. And maybe you are in the middle of a trial. You might be in the middle of affliction or a setback that you cannot see any way out of. But I have good news for you. God has greater for you. Amen. Come on, somebody. You see, God will bring to pass why he has promised you. Hell doesn't have enough devils and you don't have enough enemies to keep God's purpose and plan for your life from being fulfilled. Oh, can I get a witness? God didn't bring you this far to forsake you. He has so much invested in you to give up on you now. Hell is not in charge of your life. You gotta know that you don't belong to the devil. You belong to God. Mm -hmm. Satan doesn't control your destiny and hell doesn't have the power to stop or to keep you down. Just as the devil couldn't keep Jesus in the grave, neither can he keep you in that trial that you might find yourself in. He can't keep you in that setback or the affliction that you may now be in. Oh, Peter said it was impossible for death to hold him. Jesus did not have enough enemies. The Roman soldiers did not have enough power. Even Satan himself could not stop the resurrection. Jesus was destined to go into the grave. And church, he was destined 
to come out. Come on, somebody. Amen. Jesus, 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 you see. Jesus knew that he would be crucified, but he also knew about the crucifixion that there would be a resurrection. Come on, somebody. He knew that the cross was not the end, but it was just the beginning. So, so, so this morning, you see a setback. I want you to know a setback does not mean it's over. A setback is positioning you for a comeback. A door shut means a door is about to open. And ending only means that there is getting ready to be a great and a new beginning. Amen. <clears throat> the road to destiny. That thing called destiny. The road to destiny consists of endings and beginnings. It consists of some setbacks. Mm -hmm. And then it consists of some comebacks. And if you are experiencing a great setback at this present time, oh, don't you get discouraged, but get ready to experience a great comeback. Yeah. Oh, who am I talking to this morning? Because you see, I, I don't know about you, but I remember that man called Job. You remember Job? Job experienced great loss. But in the end, the Lord blessed him with twice as much as he had before. His latter end was greater than his beginning. Come on, somebody. Go ahead. Go ahead and tell somebody God has greater for you. God has greater for you. And God will bring you out of the trial. He'll bring you out of the affliction of the setback that you are experiencing. God brought Joseph, you remember, out of the pit. Israel, he brought them out of Egypt. He brought Daniel out of the lion's den and the three Hebrew children out of the fire. Great God, if he did all of that, then you got to know that he will bring you out of whatever you're in. Oh, somebody ought to be shouting right about now because Psalms 34 and 19 says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered them from them all. Yeah, yeah, and then Psalms 35 picks it up and says, weeping, somebody knows something this morning about weeping. Weeping, it says, may endure for a night, but great God, the joy comes in the morning. You see, no storm is made to last forever. Neither should your trials or your affliction or your setback. You should be fighting the same battle in 2023 that you fought in 2022. Come on, somebody. How many things do we conquer? Whole things. How often do we triumph? Always. And I know it's hard to understand. I know in the natural you cannot figure it out. But the truth is, God will take, God, I tell you, will take what looks like a curse. And he will turn it into a blessing. Anybody know what I'm talking about? He will take what the enemy meant for evil and he'll turn it to your good. Regardless of what you may be going through. Regardless of what you are facing. You have the promise that all things work together for the good to them that love God. To them who are the called 
walk according to his purpose. And so if you couldn't understand his purpose, the problem wouldn't drive you crazy. If you still stay true to the hard times, God will use your adversity to make advancements. Oh, he'll use your disappointments. Oh, and your disappointments will become God's appointments. Your opposition will open doors of opportunity. Oh, there's not a pit deep enough. You got to know that thing. Yeah, folks might try to dig a ditch for you, but there's not a pit you got to know that's deep enough. There's not a fire, church, that's hot enough. There's not a storm that's powerful enough. There's not a chain that's strong enough. Nothing can hold you back. You were created to be a victor. You were made to win. That's why God wants you to know. Oh, in this month of love. This month of black history. Oh, that's what he wants you to know. Don't give up. Don't give out because of what it's looking like. Oh, he says, oh, you were created to be a victor. You were made to win. Mm -hmm. You see, in Adam, you were born a loser. But in God, you were born a winner. Come on, somebody. God is not a loser. So you can't be a loser. Get an amen. You are not an accident. You're not a mistake. Before time began, you were a part of God's plan. Yeah. You were chosen with Christ before the foundation of the world. Oh, when you were born again, you were born in his image, created in his likeness and born in his spirit. You are a child of the most high God and a joint heir with Christ. Come on, somebody. Oh, oh, you're a part of the family of God. Everything that belongs to Jesus, you see, belongs to you. And when Satan sees you, he sees you as a child of God. Come on, somebody. He sees what you're about to become and what you are about to do. And when Satan sees you, he sees destiny. That's why he has, thought, has made such an attack against you. Why do you think he keep coming after you? you? He knows you have been chosen for such a time as this. And he wants to keep you from becoming what God has predestined for you to become. Come on, somebody. He wants to keep you from your future. Oh, hell is not fighting you because of who you are now. Oh, where you are now. Oh, not even for what you have right now. Hell is fighting you because of who you are about to become. You got to know that thing. Where you are about to go and what you are about to have. Hell, you see, is afraid of your future. You are not going through what you are going through because of sin. Oh, y'all stay with me this morning. Oh, you better hear this word this morning as you travel through 20 or uh, 23. Oh, there's a purpose for your life, but you gotta know what your purpose is. You're going through what you're going through because of something called destiny. People that are not going through anything are the people that are not going anywhere. Come on, somebody. If David hadn't been destined to be a king, he wouldn't have had to run from Saul for 13 years. Mm, my God, my God. If Joseph had had the promise of the palace, he would have never had to go into the pit 
and then into prison. If Israel had not been on her way to a wealthy place, she would not uh, have had to go through the fire and through the flood. Oh, before Israel entered into the wealthy place, a place of abundance and overflow, she first went through the fire and the flood. But just as the fire and the flood could not stop Israel, the trial you gotta know, the affliction you gotta know, that setback you gotta know that you are experiencing <clears throat> cannot stop you. Amen. Come on, somebody. God brought Israel out of Egypt, Joseph out of the pit, Daniel out of the lion's den. The three Hebrew children out of the fire. And guess what, church? He'll bring you out of whatever you are in. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and tell somebody. Because God wanted me to tell you this morning that he has greater for you. Everything God has promised you shall come to pass. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Have he said, and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken, and shall he not be made good? He is more than able to fulfill his promises. God's word, I tell you, will not return to him void. God will perform his word. Amen. He wants me to tell you, he wants me to tell you, he wants you to know that your future is better than your past. Come on, somebody. Somebody ought to be hot and shouting and having a good time with Jesus right about now. <clears throat> Satan knows if he can keep you in your past that you will never move to your future. And that's why Satan is spending so much time talking about yesterday. Did you ever notice Satan doesn't talk about your tomorrow? God is the one who discusses your tomorrow, not the devil. So don't build your future around your past. Focus on your tomorrow and not your yesterday. Talk about your future and not your past. Don't dwell on where you were yesterday. Yeah. Dwell on where you are today yeah. and where you're about to go. It's your future, yeah. your yeah. destiny that Satan wants to keep you from entering into. Everything you're going through, the battles, the afflictions, the tests, the setbacks, the strange trials, those abnormal hindrances that you are experiencing, everything you are going through is the enemy, you gotta know, mm -hmm. trying to keep you from your destiny. Mm -hmm. Satan wants you to lose focus. He wants you to become discouraged and give up your ever reaching uh, your potential. But don't get your eyes off the prize. I said don't get your eyes off the prize. Quit looking at what you're going through and begin to look at where you are going to. Come on, somebody. Don't think on what you are experiencing, but think about what you are expecting. Great God, God has greater for you. Satan's greatest fear is for your tomorrow. Satan does not want you to become who God said you would become. He doesn't want you to go where God said you were going to go or have what God said that you could have. The attack you gotta know is on your future. Why did fail? Why did fail? Try to kill Moses, that's a little baby. Mm -hmm. Amen. He wasn't working any miracles. He wasn't delivering the people of God. He was just a little Hebrew boy that looked no different than any other of the Hebrew children. Mm -hmm. Pharaoh 
God didn't try to kill Moses as a little baby, I tell you, because of who he was at the time. He wasn't afraid of who he was. He was afraid. Listen now. You got to get this thing this morning. He was afraid of who he would become. He would become Israel's deliverer. Joseph's brothers, you remember? They didn't try to kill him because of who he was at the time. He was only a 17-year-old young man that had a dream. Anybody got a dream? Joseph's brothers weren't afraid of who he was. They were afraid of who he would become. They were afraid of his dreams that they might really come to pass. And then there was Saul. Saul wasn't afraid of David as a young boy playing the harp. In fact, Saul loved it when David played the harp because the evil spirit on Saul would leave. Saul wasn't afraid of who David was at the time. No, no, no. He was afraid of who David would become. Mm -hmm. Israel's next king. And you, you, you got to know. You got to know that before Jesus was even two years old, Satan moved from the heart of Herod to have all the male children two years and under kill. Why was Satan trying to kill Jesus as a man? You see, Jesus had never opened the eyes of the blind at that time. He, he hadn't even healed the leper. He hadn't cast out a devil. He had turned any water into wine. Come on, somebody. He hadn't even multiplied in the loaves and fishes. Neither had he shed in the blood as the prophet said he would shed. He looked like all the other babies of his day. He cried and he acted like a normal child. Satan was afraid of who Jesus was as a baby. He was afraid, I tell you, of who Jesus was. And who he will become as a man. Great God from Zion. Satan wasn't afraid of what he was doing uh, at the time. He was afraid of what Jesus would do oh, uh, in the future. Satan knew that if he could stop Jesus oh, as a baby, that he would never uh, become a man. If he never became a man, then there would be what? There would be no crucifixion. And if there was no crucifixion, thank God from Zion, there would have been a no resurrection. Oh, in the lives of all I've mentioned, Moses, Joseph, David, and Jesus. Oh, and there are many more in the word of God. But the devil's plan did not prevail. The same is true, you gotta know, in your life. Mm -hmm. The same is true this morning, church. In 20 or 23, no matter what it looks like, no matter what I think that child might be doing, yeah. no matter what you think, oh, your president cannot do. Oh, the enemy's plan will not uh, prevail. God's plan, I tell you, will prevail. And God's purpose concerning your life, oh, you got to know that it's going to stand. Why? Because God has greater yeah. for you. And it doesn't matter who or what is against you because God is for you. Why shall we then say to these things, Romans 8 asks, if God be for us, who can be against us? 
the devil can't kill you. Yeah. Or he already would have. Yeah. So in spite of everything you've been through, in spite of your hearts, your betrayals, your setbacks, your battles that you walked through, you know what? You're still standing. Great God from the You're still alive. And greatest of all, you're still saved. Oh my God. And still have an unshakable faith in God. Oh, can I get a witness? If the devil can kill you yesterday, why does he think he can succeed today? The devil is a liar, the father of all lies. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, right about now. Go ahead and shout it out in the devil's face. Psalms 118, verse 17. Shout it out in the devil's face. I shall not die. But live and declare the works of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Look at what you've already been through. Look at the hell you've already walked through. Look at what you had to go through to get to the place you are right now. But yet, what can you say? I am a survivor. Others would have lost their mind. Others would have given up and never made it. But not you. God is on your side, I tell you. God is for you. And he is with you. You are not alive today because of good luck. Oh, don't be thinking that thing. You know how we can say, oh, that's my luck. That's my lucky charm. No, you didn't make it through everything you've been through because of a cross that you're wearing around your neck. Great God from Zion. You didn't survive all those attacks against you because of a rabbit's foot in your pocket. Oh, no, no, no. Talking about that rabbit's foot. You know, but I heard it said that uh, many times that the rabbit had four feet. Mm -hmm. And it didn't help him. He ended up in the skillet. Great God from Zion. Talking about a God. You are alive. You are a survivor because God has been and still he remains on your side. And if the devil would have had his way, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. If your enemies would have had that way, you would be dead. You've been lied on, betrayed, slandered, and falsely accused. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But nothing planned against you has worked. No weapon formed against you was able to bring you down. Great God from sight. Even when you were in sin, God was with you. Even when you were out of God's will, his hand was upon you. And he had a plan for you. Oh, aren't you glad about it? Maybe you've not seen the total fulfillment of his plan. But daily, I tell you, it is unfolding in your life. You just hang on in there. Even though you have not reached your destiny as of yet, at least you're on your way. Amen. You are making progress. It is not easy to be in between your beginning and your end. It's not easy to be uh, in between your prophecy and the fulfillment of the prophecy. Oh, it is not easy to be in between the conception of a dream and the birthing of a dream. One of the hardest places to be in is the place where we call in between. Anybody know anything about in between? In the place called in between, this is where your faith is severely tried. It's a place where the devil will try to get you to give up your dreams and visions, to give up your purpose and your destiny. When you are between Egypt 
and the promised land. Oh, when you are in between the pit and the palace, when you are in between the crucifixion and the resurrection, the enemy is trying to make you doubt the promises of God. <clears throat> and even the call of God upon your life. But you got to hold on in there. Stay right there with God. Don't you give up. Amen. Don't you turn around. <clears throat> don't, don't look at things as they are. Because when you're in a place called in between, you're between A and Z. Mm -hmm. And I know sometimes you can feel just like a caterpillar who's about to become a butterfly. Or you might feel like a bird who's trying to break out of that shell that's holding him in. You are in something, though, that's called process. Amen. Process. Mm -hmm. But remember, at least you're making progress. Amen. Come on, somebody. Maybe you are not at Z, but at least you're not at A. Mm -hmm. You're not where you want to be. Come on, somebody. But you're not where you used to be. You don't have everything you want to have, but you have more than you used to have. Come on, somebody. You're making progress. You're a miracle in the making. And when people look at you, they may not see a finished product, but the good news, great God, I want to give to you this morning is that God looks at you and he sees a finished work. Oh, somebody ought to be shocked. People may look at you and see a mess, but when God looks at you, he sees a miracle. God doesn't see you in a place you are now. He sees you in a place he has predestined for you to be. And he doesn't see you as you are now. He sees you as who you are about to become. You're, you're like a seed. You see, a seed doesn't look like the fruit it is going to produce. A seed doesn't look like the fruit it is going to become. And you are about to become what God said you would become. Oh, who am I prophesying to this morning? You are about to go where God said you would go. You are about to have what God said that you could have. You're closer to your destiny today than you were on yesterday. You see, Jesus went through his greatest battle when the devil, right before he became his earthly ministry. Mm -hmm. Then was Jesus, it said, led up of the spirit and to the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungry. Mm -hmm. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. Mm -hmm. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, mm -hmm. but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Yeah. Oh, then stop there because Matthew, oh, it went on, went on. Then stop with Matthew 4. It went on to Luke 4 around verse 14 and said, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit mm -hmm. into Galilee. Mm -hmm. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. Oh, you don't have to say who you are. You don't have to let nobody tell nobody what God's doing for you. You know how we can put, oh, I've done this and I've been there. You don't have to do that. 
Because if it's in God's will, Amen. he will allow it to go out before you. Yeah. You ever met somebody and they already knew who you were? And you'd be like, how you know all that about me? Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. If you are experiencing a great attack, you're about to experience a great victory. If you are experiencing persecution, know that you're about to experience a great promotion. Oh, who am I talking to this morning? The stronger the warfare is, the greater your blessing will be. You are not attacked because you're about to step into your future. Come on, who's ready to step into your future? You're about to fulfill your purpose. You're on the verge of a breakthrough, a new anointing. Household salvation, a financial miracle. You're about to break into your tomorrow. You're about to walk into your destiny. God, I tell you, has greater for you. Amen. You know, failure. Somebody say, well, you know, Pastor, I fell short. I didn't do what I knew I was supposed to do. Well, failure doesn't mean it's over. Just because you sin doesn't mean God has removed his hand from you. Mm -hmm. His mercies, you see, they are new every morning. Mm -hmm. His mercy endures forever. And so you got to know, mistakes are correctable. Sin is forgivable. And favor, you got to know, is accessible. Mm -hmm. David failed God. But he received forgiveness and became the king of Israel. Mm. Samson failed God, but cried to God in his trouble. And he did more in his death than he did in his life. Come on, somebody. Peter failed God. He even denied knowing Jesus, but he received forgiveness. And he was one that was used to preach the message after the Pentecost, Mm -hmm. which led multitudes to be added to the church. <coughs> Abraham. Don't get out, Abraham. Abraham got impatient. And he went into Hagar. And Ishmael, which means son of the flesh, was born. But even though, see, you got a forgiving God. Because even though Abraham disobeyed God, when he became impatient for his son and tried to make a miracle happen, this didn't stop God from fulfilling the promise that he had made to him. Isaac was still born. Moses, remember, he tried in the flesh to deliver the people of God and failed. Mm-hmm. But 40 years later, after seeing a bush on fire and having God speak to him from the bush, he tried again. What happened? He succeeded. God, I tell you, God has what? God has greater for you. Oh, how bad I do you want it. Oh, how bad do you want it? You see, but you can't quit. You can't let go. You got to hold on. Uh, God sees you and he sees and knows all that you do. And he sees how you've held on when others quit, when others ran away. He sees how you stood your ground while others walked away and you remained. While others lost faith, your faith remained strong. Now God says what? He says it's your 
due season. Come on, somebody. Amen. And the word due season means it is owed to you. Because of your faithfulness, God says, I owe you something. Amen. Great God from Zion. I owe you a blessing. I mm. owe you a promotion. I owe you a reward. The reward you are getting ready to receive. Oh, he wants you to know this morning that it will be greater than any trial, any affliction, any setback that you have experienced. God is going to give you. Y'all going to hear this thing. He's going to give you double for your trouble. Mm. Amen. And your future is going to be greater than your past. God has greater for you. Amen. You're not just coming out of what you've been in. You, you're coming out of a, a, a blessed, you're coming out blessed and greater than you've ever been blessed. Just hold on. Hold on to God's unchanging hands. Mm -hmm. You're getting ready to have things you didn't even have when you went in. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, you stay faithful. And now the page is turning. Your situation is changing. Your miracle has begun. A new chapter is beginning. Regardless of what you may see or how you may feel, your greatest days, I tell you, are ahead. It doesn't matter what has happened in your life or what is happening at the present time. Your destiny is greater than anything you have ever encountered because God has greater for you. Mm -hmm. Philippians 1 and 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you yeah. will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. God has greater for you. Amen. The doors of the church is now open. Because <clears throat> great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning, my morning, new mercy. All I have needed, thy hands have provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Greater me, then stand to your feet wherever you are. 
cry out to him, Lord, I know that I am a sinner. Mm, forgive me, Lord, of my sins. Save me, because I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and as my Savior. Great is thy faithfulness. If you pray that prayer, then you say, if not here at GBCC, get into a Bible teaching, a Bible-believing church where the Word of God is being taught, and you can get to know this man of God, this son of God, and his greatness. Get to know him for yourself. Time, time, I tell you, is truly not as long as it has been. God, God has greater for you. To God.